Hey guys, today we are talking about clothing and how we can create those simple capsule wardrobes that are easy to use and mix and match, easy to maintain and create multiple varieties of awesome style with just a few things. So this is what I've been using for myself for many years, uh, probably 10 years or more now um, <laughs> that I know that I've been using it. And I've been doing this for my kids for since I learned about it for myself. I started doing this with my kiddos and it has saved so much, so much, <laughs> so much stress and so much drama and so much laundry and clothing waste. And I've probably been doing it with my kids, I would say the last eight years pretty consistently. With my first two, we had tons of wasted clothing and just my daughter especially, clothes that she just never ever wore in her closet that we bought full price. <laughs> Some of them probably were full price and she never wore them. Shoes, clothes, dresses, shirts, still with the tags on them. She'd moved past that size, probably two sizes before we moved it out of her closet, just hoping that maybe she'd wear it. No, she never wore it. And here's why. She had too much stuff, too many clothes in the closet, and she didn't see the other ones. So what do we need to do to fix that? Well, the number one thing we do is we make sure that all like items are together. All your dresses are with all your dresses are all together. All your pajamas are together. All of your pants are together. Shorts, skirts. If we just make these categories, it's easier to see what we actually have. If you have all of your different categories all mixed together in your closet, you're going to completely forget that you have these different pants. You're going to completely forget that you had these other dresses because they were shoved in with your coats and you couldn't tell they were there and then you'll miss them. So what we do is we just keep everything categorized together in your closet. We separate winter stuff from summer stuff and just keep it all categorized so that you can see what you have and you can get to what you need for that season and for that day's outfit. The other thing I do is pull out anything that is worn, anything that is really worn out, faded, like damaged looking, anything that's not going to give you a nice look when you go out. You're not going to feel confident in it because it's lived its best life already and it's moved on. Like it's time to move it out of your closet because you're not going to feel great when you go somewhere in that outfit. So move that item out, go ahead and drop that in the donate pile or even trash if it's really damaged, but getting those things out of the way so that you don't keep choosing them or keep having to look at them and know that that's something that you can't wear today. That's why we move those things out of the way. Everything that you are looking at for today's outfit, <laughs> it needs to be obvious something you can wear for that day. I don't want you to be looking at your winter sweaters and your fall jackets and it's 97 degrees outside and you clearly can't wear any of those because you'll die of a heat stroke. So get those out of the way. Stop looking at them like they are an option for today when they are not. That is the number one way to get rid of a lot of that closet anxiety and make things easier to manage. The other thing we do is we look at the colors that are in there. Are all of the colors 
in your wardrobe, especially your tops because those are closest to your face. That's what everyone's going to be seeing. Do those colors all complement your skin tone and your complexion? Do they all look good on you? Are those colors that make you feel good and happy? Or do we need to rethink a couple of those and remove the ones that don't look as good? So one of the examples would be bright white and ivory or those neutral shades that are close to your skin tone that some of them complement and look great and you really do look amazing in them and others just look kind of like you need to add a little more makeup or that they just don't look as healthy as some of the other options and those are the things so for myself I look better in a soft white like a ivory kind of shade rather than a white 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 just does not complement my skin tone I will occasionally wear white white when I'm very tan in the summer which has only happened once since I was 25 so um, very unlikely but somehow I still I still keep getting things that have white in them and even if it's a pattern shirt and it has a white background it doesn't look that good on me and so I'll put it on and then I'll look in the mirror and be like eh nope and try something else instead so I just keep going through that same problem of having something I love the shape the pattern the um the style of it but because it has that bright white background it just doesn't look great on me so that is one of those things that needs to be removed from my closet no matter how many times I try it on I never feel confident in it because I know other things look better on me so I never actually wear it out of the house. I just try it on and I'm disappointed over and over again. So when we have colors like that, we need to be aware of that and make note. Do not buy items that are bright white. They do not compliment you. They do not look great on you. Now other people, my sister-in-law, my son looks amazing in a bright white. So good. His skin just looks glowing and gorgeous and he just looks so bright and fresh looks so good on him but on me it looks terrible so that's something to really think about and be aware of maybe it is just the color of that item even if everything else looks so great maybe it's just that background color that doesn't complement your skin that can be removed remove it um I have no plans to ever actually hand dye my clothes or dye them in the washing machine I'm never going to be that person I would rather just get rid of the shirt and go find another one so think about that what is it that makes you not feel confident when you wear those items is it that the neckline isn't quite right is it that the shoulder doesn't fit quite right or that it's a little tight in the arms or maybe too loose in an area and it's just not as complimentary as other things when we are thinking about our closet and our clothing and making our wardrobe really easy to wear, then those things need to be something we think about. Is it that that shirt is just a clingier material or maybe it just collects lint so fast that you put it on and it looks good, but you feel like you need to lint roller yourself every 10 minutes and you just, it's not going to happen. So then you're covered in fuzzies all day and dog hair. So that's something we've got to be aware of 
what is it about these things? And then don't buy anything else like that. Number one, do not buy anything else in that material if it's going to attract all of the hair and dust. Don't do it. <laughs> um, the other thing is, is it the texture of something that just feels uncomfortable? The material. Sometimes our shirts are a little bit less flexible than we want. Maybe they're too stretchy or too sheer or maybe they just are needing to be ironed every time you wear them and you're never going to do that. So because it needs to be re-ironed, you put it back in the closet and just don't mess with it. Why do we do that? I've had shirts like that and then over the last year I've really gotten rid of almost all of them. I think I have two left that do need a touch up iron and I try and use my hair straightener <laughs> just to touch up the sleeves or the specific place where it needs it. But goodness, I hate having to do that. So, uh, you know, when I'm in a hurry, if I'm dressing for the day and I've got to get the kids out the door, there's so many things that can delay us five to 20 minutes, right? <laughs> a lost pairs of shoes, looking for different specific things, a spill and someone else has to have an outfit change, um, letting the dogs loose in the yard and having to chase them down. You know, all of those things can happen when we're trying to get out the door as moms. So having to spend those three minutes ironing my shirt, it, it just isn't likely to happen. I'm going to choose something else. So I want us to really really pay attention to that for our own wardrobes and for our children's wardrobes. I've bought some dresses for my daughter and after the washing machine, they just look like a mess and I am not going to spend a long time ironing my children's clothing. I am not. If it does not look tidy, like if it doesn't look wrinkle free when I pull it out of the dryer because I pull stuff out of the dryer while it's still warm. So it's not like it's been sitting in a laundry basket for days at my house. It's right out of the dryer. And if it looks like a mess right out of the dryer, it's not going to work at my house. Like those things cannot stay. <laughs> it needs to look pretty good straight out of the dryer. Um, if your clothes do look completely wrinkled when you're pulling them out of the dryer, you are putting too much stuff in the dryer. Think about, <laughs> you've got to have room for them to move around and get those wrinkles out. If there's so much stuff crammed in the dryer that there's not room for them to really be um, airborne, I guess is a good way to say it because they're going to fly around and flop around and fluff the materials in there. If they are packed in so tight that they don't get room to stretch out, you're going to have wrinkled clothes when you pull them out of the dryer. If you're doing that, you need to do a smaller load. Maybe start by taking a quarter of that out, you know, 25% of that out. See if that's enough. If not, a third of it and then go from there. I know for my kids and my husband, sometimes they will overload our machines and then it takes two rounds to dry it when really it was a double load and it shouldn't have been in there. And then their shirts are coming out wrinkled, their pants are all crunched up and any of their slacks or dress pants are just a mess. <laughs> and sometimes their jeans even look terrible when they pull them out and that shouldn't happen. So I want you to really think about that. What is causing the problems where, you know, is it just that you're not drying them properly or is it that it's a material that just requires more maintenance than you have time to give it? Um, 
that's one of the things that I've really paid attention to when I'm shopping for children's clothing is to pay attention to the materials. Um, because if I can't pull it out of the dryer and put it on my kid and let them wear it, then it's, it's really not going to get the use that it deserves at our home. And it's going to be a waste of money. Uh, the other thing is when we're shopping for clothing, I know that my kids shoes, <laughs> shoes have to go with all of their outfits. So their tennis shoes still look good with their dresses. Like they still, their boots look great with their shorts and their dresses. They can wear any of it all together and it doesn't matter uh, what, what the outfit is or what the day of the week is. They can still wear whatever shoes it is that they have because they all look good with all of their clothing. Same for me. I can wear any of my dresses, shirts, pants all together with the same outfits and it can be, you know, any of my pants with any of my shoes and shirts, like they all work together and I try to keep it really simple. Um, and especially for my kids as they're learning, you know, once we're able to make, honestly, once we're in the same size for a longer period of time, like our kids are in the same size for the full season of that year, um, you know, past that baby stage, they can wear stuff a little bit longer, but then when we move it into the next season, that's where things get a little tricky in our wardrobe sometimes because we have stuff from the summer season and the, then we have stuff mixed in for fall and winter and they're still kind of blending in the clothing. And I want you to really be aware of where the struggles come in, in that seasonal swap, uh, because it shouldn't be difficult. So for my kids, when we're doing that seasonal swap, I'll just pull in a couple of sweaters, take out the sundresses and tank tops. You know, I, I just remove just a portion of it so it's not a big ordeal. Once I know that we're out of the 90 degree weather and we're dropping down in the 50s at night, <laughs> we need some long sleeves, right? We need some long sleeves, we need some sweaters, um, cardigans, you know, jackets, layer, some layers, some kind of layering piece. And we are not going to be doing the sundresses anymore. So in North Carolina, that's typically in October. So in October, I will typically remove all of their sundresses, anything sleeveless. It will all get packed up. I usually pack up their shorts as well in that season um, for at least my girls and then um, my boys, anything that looks really summery, they can still wear some of their shorts a little bit longer um, and they still look cute with a sweater or, you know, a long sleeve shirt with their shorts. That still works for them. But as we're doing that transition, I want to be able to still have a complete, let them get dressed. You know, they need to have the freedom to be able to wear everything mixed together in their outfit, in their wardrobe. All of their tops should go with all of their bottoms. And if we're getting things that aren't going to mix well together, then it becomes really frustrating because we have to send them upstairs to change or go and help them when we're rushing out the door. And I don't ever want to have to do that with my kids again. <laughs> I did that for years and it was so frustrating. And that is why I've done this capsule wardrobe and this mix and match wardrobe for my kids and myself. It has saved so much stress and drama and money and laundry mess and chaos at our home. So be aware of what is going to, you know, 
when we're pulling out these clothes, are these things that can work with what they already have or are we going to have problems? Now, I keep a bin of next size, next season at the top of my kids' closet for their clothes to change into. I keep my seasonal clothes in my dresser in the bedroom. That's for me. My kids don't have a dresser, and so they have theirs in just a bin in the top of their closet. And it's really simple. I go through and see what they even have, and then we create a list of anything that we need to shop for. Typically, I would add a couple of, you know, maybe they need three to five more long sleeve shirts. Maybe they need, um, you know, some long pants. So I would be specific about what they already have and say, okay, my daughter already has two long pants in black, but she has no jeans. So maybe I need to look for some jeans. Um, and I would be mindful of any color changes that we had done. So maybe she had done a bright pink earlier in the year and now she doesn't like bright pink. So she doesn't want pink anything right now. So she's okay with the shiny, um, you know, rose gold color, but she is not happy with pink pink. So how can I make that work in with the stuff that's coming in for the next season and make sure that those colors are still going to complement everything in her wardrobe? So thankfully rose gold goes with pretty much everything. So that's been an easy swap, but it is something to be aware of. I know with once our girls get to be, um, opinionated, which some of them come out very early opinionated, and some of them wait until they're around eight, between eight and 10 years old. They'll start as their body starts changing and they start having those influences of older girls in their life, then they want to be more involved in what they're wearing. So we do have to be aware of what they are wanting and create these wardrobes so that they are super happy with everything and we are super happy with them looking put together. So if you need help with that, give me a call, the SOSmom.com. You can find me there and it is so easy to set up a style session and they're so much fun. So please don't wait to do that. If that is something that you're wanting to do and need help with, let's get that booked. I can talk you through it. We can work with what you already have and figure out the shopping list before back to school gets chaotic. So whether that's for you or your kids or your whole household, we can do that together. Um, come and join the Facebook group at the SOS mom show in Facebook groups. I would love to talk with you in there and find out what it is you're struggling with and see what we can come up with for solutions for your family and your home and get you guys simplified, organized, and styled in your home, in your wardrobe, and in your life. I love you guys so much, and I'm so grateful you've been here for this episode. I hope you have an awesome week, and come join us again soon. I will be back on Wednesday with more for you, and I just am so grateful to have you here. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, please leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It really does bless me so much to hear from you. It really helps me to focus in on what it is that you're looking for and meet your needs a little better. Those reviews also help others to find the show a little better. And if you aren't able to leave a review, then just share the show, share the podcast with your friends or someone who could use the 
the podcast episodes, something about, you know, any of them. If it's not this episode, then a past episode, I would love for you to share this with your friends. It's so fun to be able to reach people all around the world. And I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you listening. God bless you and have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.